Welcome to Lipstick Fitties, a beauty podcast. I'm your host, Atlanta makeup artist and content creator, Rachel Rose Mazza. I created this podcast to have unfiltered conversations about all things beauty. We're chilling with my friends and colleagues from all over the world in all different walks of life. This goes way beyond the glossy facade of social media. Sometimes we don't get to know the personalities behind the people who create with their heart and soul. I'm talking to everyone from pro makeup artists to beauty enthusiasts, from influencers to entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. Lipstick Biddies is a community we're building that is truly interactive with you listeners. So if you're someone who wants to learn some shit, get inspired, and have a good-ass time, this podcast is for you. Who are the faces behind the faces? Keep listening to find out. Hello, biddies. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Rachel here speaking, your head biddy. Um, some people are starting to call me queen biddy. Am I royalty now? Do we need to like rebrand and make make it the queen biddy? <laughs> Every time someone calls me queen biddy, I like laugh a lot, um, but I love it. So like, keep the nicknames coming. I mean, if we could like have like a multiple nicknames, um, I'm totally here for it. But I'm so happy to have you. Welcome to all of you new, new listeners. Welcome back. To everybody who joins us here every week, you're in for a treat this week. Um, I feel like this season has just been so wonderful. Um, And one of the reasons being that I've had a lot of people on here that I already have um, some sort of relationship with. I feel like it makes the recordings so much more fun. Um, And it's only going to get better. You guys are not ready for the rest of season three. Anyway, so before we get into the episode, couple of announcements. It's fucking chilly out. It is like just hit like 40 degrees. It's like dropping down like below freezing in Georgia. And I was like, oh shit, sweatshirts and beanie caps. Why do I not have them back in the merch store? Why? Because I've been overloaded. And I just remembered because it got so cold. It has been like 80 degrees here. So keep on the lookout. In the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be dropping um, sweatshirts and beanie caps. Last year, we did it with the logo. This year, I'm going to be doing it with the tattoo print. So if you like that um, design that we did with Emma Cunningham that has the arm with the makeup brushes and then the lipstick biddies in the heart as a tattoo. It's super, super cute. Comes in three different skin tones, so you could pick whichever one you like most. I'm going to be doing that as sweatshirts, so keep an eye out for that. You'll get an email when they launch, um, so make sure you're on the email list. Um, that's in the show notes, as well as my link in bio if you'd like to get on the newsletter list. Also, the birthday st- birthday sticker bundles are still live. They will be live until the end of the month on the 31st. So make sure to pick one of those up if you'd like a little bit of a discount and to support your girl for her birthday month, Libra season. We got a couple more weeks left. <laughs> of course, the best way to support this podcast and this community is to share, 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 talk about this podcast with your friends, share something to your story that you learned, something that you love, tag me and our guest, um, reshare the stories. That is the best way that you could do so for free, including dropping a rating or review in the Apple Podcast Store or Spotify. That we haven't had any new reviews recently, guys. Um, please, 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 if you have not already, pause this episode right now. Um, so <laughs> pause this episode, go to the Apple iTunes Store. And please drop a rating and a review. And if you have Spotify, you can do that as well. Of course, please make sure you're subscribed. That all really helps this platform. And if you'd like to join us in the Patreon, we do monthly bonus episodes. Um, We do monthly meetups, which will be coming up soon. 
stay tuned to my stories for polls that I'm going to be running for the October. Um, you guys vote on the topic for the bonus episode as well as the date for the meetup. So if you'd like to join the Patreon, patreon.com slash lipstick videos. Anyways, so let's get into the episode. So our my guest today is Tiana Puckett. You can find her on Instagram at allglazeduptiana. Tiana is so, uh, Tiana is a gem. We fucking love Tiana here. Tiana is a makeup enthusiast. Um, I've gotten to know her kind of like, I guess over the past two years, um, we're coming up on two year anniversary of lipstick videos. So this actually is super fitting that this is like kind of like the anniversary episode. Um, cause Tiana has been super involved in this community. So this episode we talk all about in community. We talk about staying inspired with your makeup, especially when you're doing self makeup applications, being authentic with what you're doing on your social media content, how to be engaged and boosting each other's um, content and, you know, really supporting the people around you that are making content in the social media space, um, staying on top of your techniques and learning new ones with ongoing education, staying inspired, doing your own makeup. We'd love, by the way, if we want to, we want to do like a recreation of a music video makeup this week. So like, please, like if you do participate with our little like challenge, make sure to tag us. We just wanted you to do a music video makeup that inspired you either recreate it or remix it and make it your own. Um, she talks about like meeting all these cool online makeup friends, some of which she met in real life. It's, I don't know. She's, Tiana's just so sweet and like she really like keeps me motivated to keep paying it forward in this community it's not a one-way street relationships are two ways and um she's really like become one of those people that really brings people together um of course I love to talk to beauty enthusiasts about makeup favorites so we talk about some of her new favorite products that are um in her routine on a regular basis right now so we talk about a whole bunch. I hope you all love this episode. Give Tiana a follow, and I will talk to you at the end of the episode. Hello, biddies. Welcome back to another episode of the Lipstick Biddies podcast. Of course, is your host, Rachel, here. Your host, your head biddy in charge. And um, it only feels fitting to have the person who actually coined the head biddy in charge with me today. It's kind of funny and like surreal that I have this guest here today. It is Tiana, aka All Glazed Up Tiana. How are you? Good, and you? I'm so good. I'm so happy that we finally got to have you on here. Me too. I'm excited. It's funny because Tiana, I think I've like shouted you out like in a few episodes of mine. You have been such like a joy of a person to know like get to know over the past like I don't know like two years yeah. we've gotten to know each other and like funny enough you were like one of like the first people who listened to the podcast that like found me organically yes. I think we might have sent like voice memos and then you became my very first patron so like I feel like you've like oh like you're like one of my like first children and I'm like oh <laughs> I love that. We have to have you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you. Is this your first podcast interview? First interview ever in my life. Oh, for, first of many, we're going to break you in today. 
I'm ready. <laughs> so um, the people who may be listening for the first time getting to know you, can you let the biddies know a little bit about who you are and what you do in the relationship to the beauty space? Yes. Yeah, so um, my name's Gianna. I am, I consider myself a makeup enthusiast. <laughs> I believe to me that term just means that I love makeup, all things beauty in, in the beauty space. And I always share with people, yes, makeup is like my thing, but it comes with accessories. It comes with the clothing. It comes with it all. I say, I say it's a whole lifestyle, right? Makeup isn't just on the face. I feel like there's so many parts of it. So I, I like a little bit of everything. I like to call myself an accessory queen. I like to put on an extra accessory before I walk out of the house a lot of times rather than taking one off. So that's a little bit about me as far as the makeup goes. I love color. I'm not a, I'm not scared, you know, to play with color at all. I love bold looks. I love, love glitter. I always say glitter is my favorite color. People laugh at that. I love just sparkle, shine, and a lot of fun. And I love just um, encouraging people to try things they haven't tried. Um, in the beauty space before, especially with makeup and colors and glitters and things like that, that I know are a little scary for folks. So I always encourage that. And just uh, being a cheerleader all around, I always say, I think I always wanted to be a cheerleader. And so in this makeup community that we've built on this Instagram space, I've just been able to be this cheerleader to egg people on and have them join in on things and share new things with them. So that's pretty much who I am in a nutshell, especially on this community space <laughs> yes let me tell you I've really like loved I've seen you blossom over the past two years that I've gotten to know you both with like your artistry and then the way that you make content and I, I just like who you are and like you being able to like share who you are you host lives all the time you're like very like invested and visible but what I love about you is you don't you're not one of those people that like you know, we know, we, we know the biddies, like the people that like, you know, don't like interact with people and like, don't like uplift others, but expect to be, you know, like sucking the fart out of their ass, you know? <laughs> and Tiana's the first person to be like, just like, just cause I always like look at your story and you're always just reposting and boosting people's posts. I, whenever I see that, I'm like, shit, I need to do that more. I keep forgetting. Is that something that just like, you've always just like, done since you started your social media like yeah always just been like a reposter and like <laughs> booster it's funny you say that because everyone in the community says it and they're like I need to do better I need to do that and it's just natural like when I see something I like I want to share it with everybody I'm like I like this or I love this color or whatever it is I just want to reshare it and for me I always say this because when I first came, was when I first was introduced to this makeup community space, I knew a lot of creatives. I wasn't, I didn't consider myself at all even a creative then. Now I do. But back then I knew a lot of creatives, a lot of creators, a lot of people who were making money out of this. And the one thing I learned, especially from your podcast, was that the one way you can support people in this community, especially people trying to monetize, is just resharing. And that's absolutely free. So I'm like, oh, it costs me nothing to help someone out. And I was reposting before, but it just amped 
me up even more when I found out like, oh, all my creator friends who are getting paid for this, for me just to reshare and tag their name and tag a brand, it's going to just create more people to see their stuff and hopefully put more money in their pocket. Because at the end of the day, I do feel like I'm just a supporter of all people. And especially when it comes to money, I'm like, hey, if these people are hustling, because this is a hustler space, I'm like, I'm always help out the hustle man. I'm always, gonna, you yeah. know, be on their side, be on their team. And I mean, really just to reshare and tag your name. Yeah. It costs me nothing. And if I love it, because that's one thing too, it's always organic. Don't come to me <laughs> asking me to do stuff. I'm hard headed. I'm like, don't tell me what to do. But if you let me yeah. do it organically, I'll boost you up if I love it. And you're my friend and I'm a supporter. So it's something I've always done. But when you find out that it helps people, it's something that I did even more. It really does though. Because like, even if you see, I like how you were saying about like, people who are monetizing their content and like that's something that I feel like I also do forget sometimes but like I try I actually try to more be conscious um intentional about that like biddies if you ever see your friends being posted on like a brand page or if you see something that's like a sponsored post that's like when you really should show out because when you comment and you like and you save those posts and reshare them and then tag the brands that tells the brands that the creator is doing their job. So like doing something that small can literally help that person get more paid content with that brand. A lot of times those sponsored ones sometimes are even like not monetary. They're like test runs and the brand is just trying to see what kind of you know metrics come back from the post. So like whenever you see like people being like, like gas them up because Yes. Yeah, it like really helps. And um, like people will also like brands will come back to me and be like, oh my God, we like people were just like hyping you up. And I'm like, I'm just <laughs> thankful for it. But it's like, you know what I mean? It's because of people like you who like really remind everybody in the community that like it's everybody can win. Like absolutely all in it together. Absolutely. And like there's no, there's room for everybody. Like I feel like that's that's the big, that's the big thing. There's room for everybody. Absolutely. Me reposting your content doesn't mean that I'm not going to get paid by that brand. True. It actually probably means that I'm going to have a relationship with that brand if I start tagging them more and reposting. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like some people have it really backwards. They do. They do. There's endless way. possibilities. I feel like, like you said, there's space for everyone. And at the end of the day, like I said, it takes nothing. And what is it hurting or harming for you to repost anything that someone shared? So let's go back and talk about makeup. Like why, like why is makeup so important to you? When did you start doing your makeup? Can you let me know like a little about, about your journey when it comes to your makeup, like to where you are today? <laughs> I've come a long way. So I didn't start doing makeup until I was in my mid twenties. I wasn't allowed to wear makeup in high school. And once I moved out of the house, you know, it was a little struggle bus, but once I got some little change in my pocket, you know, I started hanging out at the Mac counter at the Nordstrom's Mac counter. I always had a Mac girl and I was into neutral colors and I would always, you know, I've always worked. Um, I don't know if people know this. Um, my job is not anything to do with makeup. I've always worked a corporate office job. And at the time I was working in adoption. So, you know, it was very what I thought at the time I had to be very presentable because I was like 19, 20 years old when I started that job. So it's like, oh, I have this first office job. I have to look professional. And I wanted to just carry myself in a professional manner because I worked with people who were 10, 20 years older than me. So I would always 
gravitate towards neutrals and just very um, light looks, light lip gloss. I've always loved gloss, pink gloss. And um, yeah, as time went on, I always tell people I started with a set of brushes because when you go to the Mac counter, that's what they're going to sell you. <laughs> they're going to sell you some brushes. <laughs> that's their job. And so I've never been like a finger person until recently with makeup. But back then I used all my brushes, very simple looks, very uh, wearable day-to-day -day looks. I, I hate using these like terms because it's all personal, I feel, with makeup. Mm -hmm. And as I grew, I just um, started playing. And then I introduced color uh, as the years grew on I introduced bronzer and then I remember when highlight came out and my Matt girl was like mm -hmm. we have this special Christmas collection with this highlighter and I'm like highlighter what what where do you put it what is it you know and so yeah like gone are the days where like don't you remember like like we used to not use like highlighter like like we do now no no, it was not like an everyday look no. <laughs> at all for everyday look. And so I remember her introducing me the first, and it was obviously in a one palette, you know, not, not palette, but one compact pressed mm -hmm. powder type thing. And um, I remember that was my first highlight. It was a Christmas packaged in gold. I remember it's so pretty. And yeah, then uh, what was it? I found Katie Jane Hughes here on Instagram on my personal account and she started introducing glitters and these um, very uh, sometimes wearable looks but sometimes very avant-garde looks and I would just kind of play around and follow along with her and from there it progressed um, to this makeup community where I went to her master's class and after her master's class everyone was encouraging me and my family and my friends were encouraging me to get a makeup page you know they're like people get paid for this you could get paid for this and I'm like I don't know they're like well at least give us tutorials and I'm like I'm not really into tutorials but I'm gonna figure this out <laughs> so that's where the time lapses come someone coined me the time lapse queen the other day and I love that because I started on the space trying to do tutorials I hate my voice I, I don't feel I'm a teacher I'm not a makeup artist I have no history or background I'm still figuring it out but time lapses I can show my process and if people have questions then obviously I can answer but yeah I found Katie and then the space and that's where I feel like I became an artist and a creator with my face and I do truly feel now my face is my canvas and I'm an artist and I just get to paint my face and do what whatever the hell I want, whenever I want, however I want. And no one can say shit about it. And I post it and people love it. So it's so fun. And I love this community. And I've learned so much from people like you, makeup artists like you, Ellie Luna, Jonay, all these wonderful, wonderful makeup artists who have taught me simple things that have just mm -hmm. made my craft so much better. And so I thank you for shouting me out for doing so much better because it's people like you who've helped me grow without the professionals to give you these tips and tricks. I'd still be old me putting on probably naturals and the wrong color bronzer. I always tell Ellie, mm -hmm. I'd be out here looking like a gray mess girl if it wasn't for you. <laughs> she taught me I needed brown like bronzer. Like warm tones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's where it started. And here's kind of where I am. And I just kind of love doing whatever the fuck I want to do. When I sit down, even this morning, what do I feel like doing? I don't know. I just start putting shit on my face. And it's just like whatever <laughs> happens, happens. And I kind of like that process rather than that routine like oh the brown goes in the crease oh a little bit of shimmer just here and always a right. pink lip 
it kind of gets daunting right. for me. I, I don't really like that anymore. Most people, I mean, most people does. And I feel like like COVID, you know, just like being in lockdown and having people create on themselves was like a huge shift for professional makeup artists. And that's why you have like the Ellie Lunas, the Katie Jane Hughes being so successful now because they really popped off, I feel like, in 2020. Absolutely when we were out of work. So had it not been for that, I don't know if we'd have such a strong pro makeup artistry content creator niche. True, true. I kind of love it because it makes everybody better because now like people like you like take the tips and I just see like people being able to utilize this like free education by watching those lives that we were all doing like when we had nothing else to do, you know what I mean? Like, Dude, and I tell people in this community too over and over, I paid for master's classes, okay? Like through, yeah. I've, I've paid for makeup classes, even through Mac, you know? Uh, sometimes they would do makeup classes where you just had to pay for, you know, you had to spend a certain amount. Others you had to pay. Yeah. So I'm like, I've paid for this shit. And when COVID hit and we were getting it for free, I was soaking that shit in. I was taking notes. I'm like, this is free on Instagram. I'm like, wow. Like it blew my mind. Cause I'm like, this shit is expensive. I was like, $250 for some of these kind of classes. And well, and you know that it was going to end at some point. So you're like, I got to tune in because I don't know the next time I'm going to be able to watch this live. And I was Seriously. and I was working through the pandemic. So like, I'm like tight, you know, I was doing, I had a data entry job. So like, I'm over here typing and like having to grab paper on my break and try to remember like what people were saying. And I would always laugh because I'd always like type in the right when the live would start. I'm like, I'm here, but I won't be able to chat because I'm at work. Like everyone knew, but it's like, <laughs> I got to take advantage of this. You're so right. Because I didn't mm -hmm. know when it was going to end and it was fucking free. I'm like, what? I was doing the same thing too because like a lot of the pro makeup communities also like that I'm a part of like networking groups were doing extra like free stuff oh. just because and like stuff was all virtual. So like a lot of the programming that normally would be in person that I couldn't go to because most of it's in LA and New York, I was able to go to and it was free or like very affordable. Um, oh, wow. So I feel like it, it just benefited everybody all around, like no matter what your experience level was and um, skill set. Biddies, you've heard me so many times raving about how incredible my Patreon community is. And I want to tell you guys about it because it is the best way to support your girl, the HBIC, as we build this Lipstick Biddies community up worldwide. You all want to support me. I appreciate that. It is so much work to run this podcast. It is a one-woman show. We are just starting to up-level with new things like editors and all these crazy things that I'm finally getting to pay for because of the support of my Patreon trends and I cannot thank you enough. So the Patreon is amazing because you get to support me with a small monthly donation starting at $5 a month. Biddies, that is less than the price of a lipstick and you get something in return as a thank you from me to you. You get monthly bonus episodes. You get a merch pack. You get a podcast shout out. You get monthly meetups. You get makeup classes. It is incredible. There are different tiers Pick whichever one's right for you. It is the best way to support me and also connect with biddies around the world, both pro makeup artists and 
beauty enthusiast and also have a little bit more of an intimate experience with your girl. I love my patrons. If it weren't for them, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. It truly is the best way to help grow this community. And I appreciate all of you so much. Check the link in the show notes or just go to patreon.com slash lipstick biddies. Thanks biddies and see you in the Patreon. So I wanted to touch upon one of the points that you had made when you were like talking about like your journey as a makeup artist. Like, you know, we're saying like, you know, I, you are still a makeup artist. Like you're not like a like certified professional makeup artist, no. but like you're still like, it's like your niche in makeup artistry. So like when you were doing content, you realized you didn't like doing the voiceovers. You didn't like doing tutorials. You said we were talking yesterday. You were like, I don't do reviews. Yeah. You're like, I do. I do time lapses. And like, good on you because I feel like a lot of people try to force themselves into whatever else, whatever everybody else is doing or whatever the trend is or whatever is just getting a lot of views and they try to recreate someone's style or just do something that doesn't feel good to them. And it never works because not only can you like not enjoy, you're not going to enjoy it. It's not sustainable when you don't enjoy it. And that's what I was like running into too. when I was trying to figure out my voice as like a content creator, it doesn't need to be me doing makeup all the time, okay. which was like the biggest shift for me when I started like doing stuff where I was just like talking. Like I was like, this is what I do in the podcast. Like, why am I not just like talking to people on my reels? Why does it always have to be makeup? And so I feel like when I made that shift, it was received really well because I feel like that intentionality behind it can like somehow read through the screen. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And also if you're doing something that's like not what everybody else is doing, it makes it a little bit more interesting. And like, even if you're not seeing like that, like if you're looking at like metrics and analytics, like if you're trying to get that feedback, mm -hmm. sometimes like it doesn't catch on right away. But like, I feel like if it's something you like and enjoy, it'll catch on eventually (laughs) if you're consistent. This is true. This is true. I don't know if time lapses have caught on or if they're a thing and I don't care. I like them personally. When I was going into the office before COVID, it worked really nice because I could set my camera up here when I got my Ricky mirror. I could set it right in front of me, hit that time lapse, do my makeup just as I am. Because that's another thing. I've tried Get Ready With Me. They take a long time. And then adding... And then I like watching them. I don't like creating them. And then adding captions and then adding details of products, blah, 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 blah. Like for the longest, I didn't even add details to products until I started getting PR and gifts. I wasn't even adding like products used. Like if someone, and I was, I didn't have a lot of followers when I first started, to be honest, I had a couple hundred. And like, I tell everybody I did this with five followers and I'll do it with 500 followers. I don't care. I'm going to always post content Mm -hmm. and I'm always going to do what I want to do. So the time lapse just worked for timing. And then the other funny thing is everyone calls them my car selfies. I used to take my pictures on the way to work in traffic on, you know, in the morning because I have a nine to five job or eight eight to four thirty, whatever. But I, I would be in traffic and I wouldn't have time to set up, you know, anything to do pictures. My time lapse would be done. I'd run out the house, take a few photos on the freeway. Once I get in that, you know, LA traffic, I'm sitting there doing nothing. So let's do a photo shoot. And the, the sun is like rising and I would get the awesome, you know, lighting. Mm-hmm. 
And that's, I just did, I, I, I've always done, I shouldn't say I did, I still am doing what works for me. So the consistency isn't truly consistency, it's just what I'm doing. So when people say like, mm -hmm. you're so consistent, I laugh a little, I giggle, because I'm like, it's not consistency, I'm just doing me. Whatever works in my life and what my time, that's what I give to Instagram. I'm not truly doing much more. Like the reels now, I do enjoy the funny ones with the little voiceovers. That are yeah. kind of, and it's just me like, you know, mm, mm, mm. I'm not really even doing anything. I'm like <laughs> fashion posing, like acting right. like I'm cute. And right. then just putting the voiceover because I find it comical. I'm like, some of these are pretty fucking funny. And I'm like, and I don't yeah. want to try to do the whole, because I try doing the whole matching with the lips sometimes and it's hard. So I'm like, Fuck that. I'm just gonna sit here and look pretty. Show my showcase my makeup. That's what I'm here for and do a funny voiceover. So that's it's, that's what I do. I keep it simple. Do what works for you in your life. <laughs> it's funny because you were like saying like people say it's like you think it's funny that people say you're consistent. That was literally like one of my bullet points, but like because <laughs> it is, it's consistent. The fact that okay, like yes, it is something that you do every day, so it makes it easy for you to post every day. Yes. Is basically like what it is. Yes. But the thing is like that's the whole that's the whole crux of it is like we need to if we're trying to do like any content, like it doesn't have to be daily. You need to find that something that you enjoy within the space that it's easy to do that you can rely on being able to do it daily yes. if that makes sense absolutely and then but how do you another another problem that I feel like a lot of people run into when they're doing looks on themselves myself myself included is like staying inspired like I feel like I as a professional makeup artist it's easy for me to put together like a Pinterest board and look at a million different faces and draw inspiration from different faces but like when it comes to my own face sometimes like it's so hard to see my own face in any other way than how I normally would do my makeup and I always seem to do come back to the same looks the same shapes how do you stay inspired so <laughs> I feel like I have a little of that also because I feel like there is a routine where there's certain stuff and shapes we like like on my eyes I love a nice you know, cat or anything drawn up to accentuate my uh, almond shaped eyes, especially that feline cat look on the edges. But it's funny you say that because when I started and I know you know this, I was doing recreations a lot mm -hmm. when I first started during the pandemic. And then I was introduced to um, the creativity wheel. And I love- And Narissa, Narissa has been on the podcast before. She has, and she's yep. amazing. She's off of Instagram, which I respect. I think is great, but she doesn't know how much the creativity will help me. I remember the first one I did, I was freaking out because I had to do it. Can you explain? Sorry, I don't mean no, to interrupt. No. Can you just explain what the creativity wheel oh. is for people that may not know what it is? Absolutely, because it's gone. Um, during the pandemic, uh, Narissa was struggling with this exact question that you asked. And as a makeup artist, she was struggling. So I think it was um, with Danessa Myricks, the power of three, I believe she said, always helps. So she started creativity wheel with three wheels and she would spin each wheel. And it would have different stuff on the wheel, food. Like first, I guess she used to reach out to the community. When I joined in, she already had stuff on it. So it'd be food, colors, textures, different things like that. She'd spin the wheel every week and post the three prompts. And then you get to just freestyle, do whatever type of makeup that calls to you that you feel has to do with these three. And the first one I ever had, I believe it was texture, black, and something else. But the texture was driving me nuts. 
driving me absolute bonkers. And I like DM'd her and I'm like, hey, I'm really struggling with texture here. I want to do something that physically you can see texture, but I'm not really sure what, what I have, what to do. And the creativity will also got me to get this collection together because I had to find color because there would be certain props with colors I didn't own at the time. And so that mm -hmm. helped too. And I remember just like every, every week, the props would just get more to me, just easy because <laughs> mm -hmm. I realized that you can do whatever you want. So it was like oil slick. And I'm like, oh, I know I'm going to glaze this look up. Or sometimes I would be inspired by photos I would find by prompts. Like sometimes it'd be like Starry Night as a prompt. And I'd Google Starry Night, find a photo I love, and then incorporate those colors into my makeup look. And that to me is where I feel like my artistic side came out. And that's mm -hmm. where I got so inspired. And that's also where I kind of started looking at photos and finding, you know, looks from photos. When you ask, like, how do you get inspiration? I love looking at painting, art, photography. I love finding colors and all of those fun things. I also love recreating people's looks because that's inspiration. And for me, I like recreating in the sense of an inspiration look also now where like I take someone's look but I put my own spin to it even with KJH Academy I used mm -hmm. to I always called it a remix so I would do whatever Katie did and then I would flip it because if she didn't have glitter or like mm -hmm. black in the waterline or you know mascara on the bottom lashes I'm like I always mm -hmm. have to feel I feel like the challenges were fun to do but I always feel like when I look in the mirror, I want to love what I see. I want it to be me. I want to show like, you know, my little inner corner glitter, like, you know, there are mm -hmm. little things that people are like, always like that's, you know, Tiana, a bold lip, an right. inner corner sparkle, like that's you. And it was funny because I didn't know I had these little like signature makeup looks until yeah. you join this community and people like point them out. So now for inspiration, it's funny that you ask. I was just writing last night in this book. I keep it here on my makeup. Uh, vanity or I keep it next to me in the bed I literally now wake up or sometimes just in bed watching shows to get inspiration with colors it's not even like I want to recreate awesome. someone's look I just see a color combination I'm like ooh, red red eye blue lip ooh, ooh. or I'm like ooh, hot hot pink ooh, and a, and a and a red lip oh my god oh and I'll just write these colors down and I was doing that last night I was watching the mass singer and you see just mm -hmm. colors on tv it's not even necessarily a makeup look and now that's yeah. my inspiration is color combinations or this amazing color wheel that my uncle gave me where I want one color mm -hmm. on my eye and then I spin it around to see what are complementary and try to find something to incorporate color wheels. we actually have when this airs, I think Terry's episode will be right before this. She's the creator of the Flesh Tone Color Wheel. Yes. Uh, so, yes, all about color theory. And you know what I, I always forget that I love so much is watching music videos because the makeup in music videos is, oh. like, always off the fucking charts. Like, they always do the craziest looks for music videos. And, like, I forgot about it because, you know, we – we grew up around the same Absolutely. time, like watching music, watching TRL, oh my gosh, and like yes. watching MTV and VH1 and watching music videos. And like, I remember like recreating the dances and stuff like yes. that. But like, 
there were so many uh, makeups that I can remember that were like so iconic, like Britney Spears from like Toxic with like the rhinestone bodysuit and like, yes. you know, like different like makeups. Yes. And people, but they're still doing them. It's just, we don't see music videos as often. So and true. I remember I was watching it at my friend's house. Like my friend like watches music, like puts YouTube on the TV. And I was like, oh my God, I've never, and then I'm like, oh, her makeup is amazing. And I was like, I forgot like how good music video makeup is. And like, you want like that editorial, like graphic liners, pop colors, glitter, like rhinestone, like they pull out everything. And there's always like multiple looks with yes. the music video. And that's when I'm like, uh, like now I'm like trying to pull up like old music videos. Okay. Maybe we should do some sort of like when this episode comes out, we should do some sort of like challenge in conjunction with this episode. Yes. Maybe, like, maybe like recreate like a music video makeup. Yes. Oh my God. Or like remix it yeah you know, like pick up music video makeup that inspires you and remix it that would like be i really want fun. people to not you could recreate it if you want to but like you know like Make i'd rather own. see people like remix it a little bit but so going back to like you know we're talking about all the challenges that you were doing and you know even like with narissa's creativity will creativity wheel these are all like so focused on community and connecting with people i feel like I always see you and like certain people like always on lives and there's like a big like community of it. So like, can you tell me a little bit about that? And like, I know you just like literally went on like a vacation with like a bunch of girls from like online. What's that been like? Like meeting people from online? Yes. Yeah, so I'm glad you bring that up because um, I never thought in a million years I would make friends on the internet. You know, I was one person in particular that I met, Megan O. She and I were talking when we met up. She was out here in LA and we were talking how our parents literally taught us, do not meet up with people from the internet. Like that was something right. as a kid we were taught. They also didn't grow up with the internet. <laughs> That's so. true. But remember like the AOL chats and shit where like people would be like, hey, how old are you? And you'd be oh, like, yeah, oh, I'd be like, I'm 15. I'd be like, I'd be like 13 getting dick pics from like a 50 year old I'm sure I was like either I had like five online boyfriends I'm not even joking you were like you remember this shit though right and it's like oh yeah AOL kids kids chat aim instant messenger yes. oh my god don't meet up to with catch a predator central dude so don't meet up with these people and you kind of always have that in the back of your head I think even though yeah we grew up with the internet it was still new for us and so I feel like when we were young it was like don't ever meet up with people on the internet i was like and even me watching like fucking uh catfish i'm like i'm not ever meeting anyone I'm, i don't i haven't seen or talked to but you do uh. you to answer your question you build relationships in these communities so a lot of the relationships i first built were through kjh academy and that's katie jane hughes she does her own recreation for those that don't know and she started that during the pandemic it was her passion project and a lot of people i met through there and from there is when my world was just i feel like uh turned upside down i didn't even know there were so many different types of makeup artists and different artistry and mm -hmm. so through that i connected with people and a few people we would 
start DMing regularly. Then we exchange phone numbers and we start FaceTiming. And that led up to meetups. And a lot of people, because I'm in LA, a lot of people come to LA. And so they would reach out and we meet up. Mm -hmm. And Allie in particular is one of my closest friends. She was the first person ever who came out here. She was actually in Temecula, which is the office. Allie, Allie likes makeup, right? Allie likes makeup. Yes, thank yeah, you. Allie, Allie likes makeup has been on like live with me. And we also have a episode in the Patreon yes. with her as a guest. So just... Allie is a good friend of the pod. She's, and a, she's a patron. And she's a lawyer <laughs> and she's always uh, helpful mm -hmm. if you need help with documents or um, contracts and things like that. I, I love Allie. She's one of my closest friends now. <laughs> um, we Aww. met in Temecula. She said she was coming out with some friends, some of her friends who lived in LA. They were going to be in Temecula. And she goes, I don't know how far that is for you. I was like, oh, it's like an, an hour. I, I have. I used to have wine memberships before the pandemic and I would drive out there once a month to go pick up my wine and we'd make a day out of it. So she goes, Oh, Californians an hour isn't that long. And I'm like, not at all. I was like, an hour's no. great. <laughs> hour's great. <laughs> if I can get somewhere in an hour, I'm there. So I said, yeah, I'll come meet you in Temecula. Hell yeah. And so I got off work and drove out there and it actually only took me 45 minutes, which was nice. even better. We met up and she was the first one I met in person. And then it just went from there. And now her and some other gals made like um, a meetup. They started it. It was like a year in the making, a meetup in Las Vegas. And we all just met up last month. And it was Audrey, which is new me 53. It was Kristen. She is Kristen. She just changed it to Kristen's beauty space, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then Jillian, who I don't know her handle, Jillian's makeup. Oh, Jill. Um, yes. I don't know her yes. handle. Sorry. And then Allie and myself and that group, you know, we all met up in person. And the only person I hadn't met in person were Jillian and Audrey. Kristen and I actually, mm -hmm. she's a close friend too now. We meet up once a month. <laughs> she's met my sister. We go to, you know, lunch. We chat. We're friends. You know, we chat on, you know, the phone. And Allie and I speak once a week on FaceTime. That's why on her live the other day, she's like, Tiana and I were going through my lipsticks and I go out and buy a lipstick while she's getting rid of them. <laughs> Taylor Rui, she's another one I met on here and her and I talk like every day. And then we met in Palm Springs and our connection just got closer. And never in a million years would I have ever thought you meet people online and you have this connection even with you Rachel like I feel like you and I connected just through your podcast and somehow it turned mm -hmm. into a friendship as well and yeah. obviously we had to meet and then just last week I met with Ellie Luna another uh, makeup artist like yourself who I just admire and have learned so much from and always wanted to meet in person mm -hmm. and it was so funny she says that I, I when you put things into existence when you put it on manifest because you always talk about that you guys are so similar it's so funny she even brought up something I should do as a TikTok like you did when we met up <laughs> but when I met with her it was so nice because the week before or two weeks before I was just on a live my champagne and chat talking to one of the gals and they're like Who, you've met so many people is there anyone you still want to meet and I said absolutely I said Ellie Luna and Jonet they're two of the most prominent makeup artists that I have not met right. that have had so much to do with my artistry that I had not yet met in person I said those two I just want to meet and I said I just talk I said I don't even want to talk about makeup I just want to get to know them on a personal level right and that's what Ellie and I did we had dinner and 
it, it just it was amazing it was so amazing Aww, and we also shared another thing that in this community I know that I shared with you from the beginning because the program had just started when I came into this beauty space was the angels program you know mm -hmm. she's an angel you're an angel now mm -hmm. I'm an angel it's, it's weird to even say that but like I was just I, that's the one thing I did share with her that I'm just so happy to find these connections, these people. And I feel like you get in these little groups and your connections get stronger. Your artistry gets better. I think I posted like, you know, the little, not mean, but quote, like surround yourself with people who do better than you and your craft. So that way your craft gets better. And I truly, yeah. I stand by that all the time. I always tell people, yeah. even though I'm a novice, even though I'm just a makeup enthusiast, I want to surround myself with the best. I want, you know, I want to learn from all of you and just make my craft better. Not that I'm yeah. trying, you know, to be a makeup artist, but I just want to do better for myself. And that's the thing in this community that I think is so important to encourage others when you ask, like, you know, how do you meet all these people and what do you do? I right. think the encouragement a lot of people have told me is so helpful and I know I get the encouragement back. So it's like, if it's helping me, I know it can help someone else because sometimes we doubt ourselves, you know? Yeah. And you need to like, it's like, like any relationship, like you can only get out of it as much as you put in. So like, don't expect people to like be up your ass, you know, or hyping you up. If like, you don't say shit, like you're never talking to them you know maybe they will I feel like Tiana you're good about that like if I haven't talked to you in a while you'll be like hey you let okay? me repost this girl I'm like oh <laughs> you know what I mean like so you're not a good example of that but like in general like you know it's it's you gotta like work at these relationships and if you want to like foster these like long-lasting relationships you gotta like work at them and like 100. check in with people and like uplift them and it's funny you were saying about like surrounding yourself with the best I was just in a call for one of my networking groups and they bring in like guests every so often so the guest speaker today was like a transforming like transformation coach oh. so she's like into all of this kind of stuff but she literally used like a very similar analogy to what you just said where oh. she was saying how like you know because if you uh, I, I used to play tennis in high school I was like varsity tennis captain oh, wow <laughs> um, so a lot of people that play tennis will tell you they play better when they're playing a better opponent because like unless you have someone that can like even serve you the ball and like get it to you like you have nothing to like give so it's like to get that push and pull sometimes you need someone that's a little bit higher than you or maybe like a little bit under you yeah to kind of get that push and pull where you can give things back like you almost like it's it's you want to be around the like the people that are better to you and your game gets better when you play with people usually that are like better than you. So it's true. I she, mean, she used that analogy. So it's kind of like similar. It is. It's so true. And, and I believe that I'm like, I want to learn from the best. I want to learn from the professionals and just take my craft, just yeah. not tire. You know, we're all, that's what I say, like makeup, you can always, do better like you can always learn something new you can always get better at it it's not something that can that has to stay stagnant unless you want it to yeah. like that's that's what well, it is <laughs> but that's why I like look at people like you like you know it's like I feel like a lot of times like I sometimes get creatively stifled or like in my head and I'm like yo if Tiana can do it I can I should be able to do this <laughs> 
I see Tiana doing it. I'm like, she's she's getting it. Like, or even like, I I I think I've told you this before. Like when you made the shift and stopped recreating, like doing all recreations, like because I know you still do them. But like when you made the shift and you started doing more of like your own looks, that's when I was like, oh, she's really like popping off. And like some of your looks inspire me too. So like, and that comment inspired. I have to tell you because that's when you know we met up and we we're talking. I have to tell you that comment, those kinds of things inspire me too. Like when makeup artists, professional makeup artists tell you you're doing something right or things are going well, that mm-hmm. also boosts your confidence and also inspires yeah. you to do more. I'm like, oh, more. maybe I'm not that shitty. Maybe I'm not that bad, you know? You've gotten so much better so fast. Like I just feel like you've like just exponentially like I feel like have gotten like better I could just see you like getting better like so quickly has there been anything like that you've particularly struggled with like whether it's just being online with interpersonal stuff with like people online being so heavily like involved in like social media or also like something you've like really struggled with in your artistry that you want to talk about the only thing I've struggled with online and I'm going to get like real here is people in this space who feel like they're owed something people in this space who feel people are stealing from them, aren't giving them credit for things that they think they've created when makeup. We all know that no one's creating anything new here. (laughs) I'm not creating anything new. I'm sure, you know, none of us are creating anything new. We all see things that recreate. So that's one thing in this space I've had difficulty with, with people taking such ownership over makeup and looks Mm. and techniques where it's like a lot of makeup artists say this, this has all been done before. This has been said before. This isn't anything new. Like, I don't know anyone to date yet that I've seen who's just created something fucking brand new. We're all Mm -hmm. creating versions of things we've seen or done. So that's been a little tough in this space where people in the community that I thought were upstanding and supportive who attack people just that whole Mm. I think you and I were kind of talking about this lightly yesterday it's just that whole mentality of attacking people for no good reason you know and and doing that that's what I've struggled with the most in this space but I try to take it with a grain of salt and just move on from that because I'm like you know this is what happens when you get a big group of people. We're not going to all agree or look at things the same way. So if someone right. struggles with that, I kind of just try to move on with that's their struggle. That's their problem. I'm going to move on. But mm-hmm. as far as far as my artistry, the only thing I've struggled with the most, and I still do, fucking graphic lines. Oh, me too. <laughs> I remember you, I, were, did you, you were, did just, you listen to the podcast today? No, I haven't yet. We literally talked about this oh, in the funny. podcast that okay. aired today with Donna Dalia. Like, literally, I was like, I cannot do graphic liner for shit. But <laughs> to my Achilles heel. But to bring it back full circle, someone in this community, when I was struggling, reached out to me and was like, Tiana, you're so good at what you do. Please don't give up. It was like on a KJH or something where I was like, fuck this. I'm over it. My eyeball. I had had eye burn, I tell everybody, <laughs> from like trying to, I think it was a triple graphic liner. We Take were- it off. Dude, it was horrible, okay? And so she's like, don't give up. You're so good. Everything, like, I feel you should, you could master this. And um, that was Lena. She's not really active on Instagram anymore, but she 
And I give her credit every time I was on a mission, kind of like what you did, where like you were just doing graphic eyes all the time, trying to get better. So I just. So I have gotten better. Yes. And I've gotten I did better go through too. that phase. But, I have gotten better. But I'm still not as great as I want to be. And the right. symmetry with anything is always hard because our eyes are so different. But she was the one who encouraged me and I was on a mission. I was just like graphic eye every fucking day until I die. And then <laughs> it's like they got less intimidating. Like before I feel mm. like graphic eyes were like, mm, I'm, um, no. And now it's like, fuck it. If they're uneven, I don't even care because yeah. this is what I'm doing. But graphic eyes are like my nemesis. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny, though, because I, wa- I was watching the new, not new, but like the newest season of Glow Up. Oh, yes. Um, season three. Yes. Um, and they were doing one episode and they were critiquing this one guy about his symmetry. And they're like, we've noticed that your symmetry just isn't strong why don't you just do asymmetrical looks? Like you don't need to do symmetrical looks if symmetry isn't your strong suit. And I started doing that more because like, why do I need to do a symmetrical graphic eye? I could do an asymmetrical graphic liner or graphic liner or like do like a completely different eye. Like why don't I just do that? Like if play to your, play to your strengths basically. Yes, always. Not to say like, shouldn't practice but always you could you could uh play to your strength i wanted to before we like kind of like start wrapping up the episode i wanted to chat a little bit about products because i don't get to chat about products enough across the board like it's it's rare that like something's brought up to me that i'm like oh that i haven't tried that like we all kind of like use the same things or have tried the same thing so we don't get excited we don't try stuff very often we find stuff we like it most of us most of us Um, so i always get excited talking to beauty enthusiasts because I know you guys like get a lot of shit and like buy a lot of shit and like try new things often so um what has been like your new favorite product that you've been using a lot okay so I have to start out with Gen Z their metallic metals and then they just came out with some like flat ones they they're, they're like they're ice, liquid eyeshadows, basically. Okay. I love okay. them. You can mix them with anything. They go, they're a wonderful base. And this summer, they were like my key product by the pool because they literally mm-hmm. are sweat proof and waterproof. Are they similar to like the about face ones? I have not used, I've only used okay. one and I have- Or like color fix? Or are they they're like that? very similar to color fix, which okay. is okay. another one of my, and I've mixed those together. So they mix well Ooh. and I, they are like a color fix, but they have a doe foot rather than, you know, Got it. So I really, really, really like those. Another product I love is the Flaws Filter by Charlotte Tilbury. It's the only Charlotte Tilbury. Really? It's just the, the I use it for underpainting. I love the glow because, you know, okay. all glazed up. I love the glow. So all glazed up. <laughs> I love that. The Half Magic Double Ended Lip Liners. I thought that was a awesome product because. You're on their PR list, right? I got all their lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does like that's but a, it, certain things I'm like if it's not like super enticing I'm like I'm not gonna I- the double ended <laughs> lip liner I'm sorry uh-huh. that was genius why have not why have we not had this product before and I realized double ended lip liner and I love me a twisty lip liner which I didn't know until those because all my lip liners are usually pencil I'm sure they exist but I didn't know okay okay this is the one from Esam but this is the thing though this is like a pro brand that, oh like, that's why I wouldn't know. is it marketed 
as much to like to consumers. Yeah. Love, love, love my Danessa Myrick. It's like the feminist palette, which I loved and people had issues with, but the, the new- The Lux cream? The new ones with the four. The, the dewy lip and cheek. Yes, thank you. That to me, I love, and apparently everyone else is happy about because it's not sticky. But I never had any issues with my feminist palette. I still use it, but those are the same. It is, <laughs> and I feel like they're the same thing. And but but they literally are. They, that's what they. That's what they it, said. It's the same. I read yeah, it. It's the same. But I love the um, <laughs> darker palette. I didn't have the uh, mm, nudist, yes. so I have I the four range of the darks. Mm -hmm. And my goodness, I take it on trips. I take it everywhere. I love it because it's all in one, and I love mixing them all, all four together. Mm -hmm. That's one that I love. Um, oh, I don't know if you're familiar with them. They've sent me, they've gifted me things. Um, is Propa Beauty. They have these amazing yeah. lipsticks that are mm. so creamy like and so juicy and so glossy. And they have the pointiest tip because I have these Cupid bow little things on my lip. But they come in so many shades and they're just so luxe mm. and so juicy. And I feel like people don't talk about them enough, but people who've used them, know what i'm talking about it's like one of those mm -hmm. products i love yeah. that and oh mob beauty i know we've talked about this yes. that was Beauty's great. my first ever paid partnership was through yes. beautylish with them um mm -hmm. they sent me a blush and a bronzer and i swear to god the creamiest juiciest bronzer blushes mix so well and last all day like don't they last forever wipe off like yeah. i was shocked like, and i keep telling everyone i'm like i can't believe my first paid like ad was like with a brand that i actually like enjoyed and loved i was like does this happen mm -hmm. is this, is this a thing is this for real mm -hmm. i love love mm -hmm. that oh one of the other things that i'm really enjoying is pacifica they have this oh okay i just started using them because um I got gifted stuff. I hadn't used them mm -hmm. since like, I didn't even remember the last time I used them. And I know I'd never, I thought I had never used any of their skincare, but in the Brout's little goodie bag, there was a face wash and it's done. I just finished it a few weeks ago. <laughs> but what I like with them is their vegan collagen. Um, I'm not really a primer person, but this does like a blurring out. So when I put my mm. SPF on, if I put a little bit of that here to blur, I feel like, I don't know, it like just makes the product stick better and just really reacts yeah. really nicely to product. And my favorite, 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 favorite thing that I feel like people struggle with, but I think is amazing, are Chrome Flakes. <laughs> I love this. I, I don't understand why people struggle with We've talked hard. about this. We've talked yes, about I, this. I think that people like don't like them. They just like expect something different. Like they expect the foils. Dude, like, I love them. Know? I love, like, I'm obsessed I and I keep trying to show people different ways to use them and different techniques mm -hmm. um, that you can use. And, oh, I'm a mascara girl. So I really, really like the tower. I was telling you that yesterday, which you mm -hmm. hadn't tried. And the other mascara that I'm always grabbing for, but it's ending, I told you, was the bite, which I used today. Yeah. And I was really bummed about that. But yeah, I think I just rattled off like every fucking product I could think <laughs> yeah. that I grab. Yeah. I grab on a regular. Well, I'll try to like mark them down and like repost them on the highlight reel so you guys could check them out. One last thing I wanted to ask you kind of before we wrap up is because you were talking about like manifesting and like things that like you, 
you know, full circle moments and stuff like that. Like, where do you like want to, like, where do you see yourself in like a year or like what would be like something really cool that you would want to accomplish in a year? Like, let's speak it out now on the podcast so that we could like talk about it next year when it happens. I really, I'm currently looking for work. Um, my job ended, they moved to Vegas. And so right now I'm looking for work. So what I'm really looking for is to tap into what I was doing, a corporate type job, purchasing something of the sort for a beauty brand. I would love that because I've always worked in spaces that I wasn't, other than adoptions, I wasn't passionate about any other job I've ever had. I've never loved any job ex except for my adoption job. So now that I have the opportunity and I'm looking, I really would love to work in the beauty space in the corporate realm and do what I know how to do and what I'm experienced with, but with a brand or with a company that I enjoy and something I actually like and I use because mm -hmm. I was working in concrete before. And <laughs> well, let me tell you, cause you're going like, we're recording this before the makeup show in Long Beach. Yes. That should be something you should put out there to the people that you're meeting because you'd be surprised how many of them are looking for people. Like, and I will do. Their, like you should, if that's something you want. Absolutely. Like, tell them because they will say whether they need someone or not. Most of the people, like the brand owners will be at the booth. So like you're literally getting to talk right to the source. I think we can make it happen. That's I really know exciting. I can make it happen. I know and I can make it happen. if it doesn't happen at the show and you're listening and you are working in corporate or have a connection that we can- Reach out uh, to your Tiana girl, up to. please, yeah. yes. Link us, link us up. But before we go, first of all, I wanted to give you a would you rather because I feel like- Girl, please. Yes. Um, so I know you love mascara yes. and I know you love social media. So would you rather oh God. give up give up social media for a month or give up mascara for a month? Social media. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I wear mascara Take the every day. I wear mascara every day, even if it's with SPF. Fuck social media. <laughs> <laughs> Very definitive response. I feel like sometimes people like have to think you're like, oh no, no, it's very, very clear option. Not don't even have to think about it. It's mascara till I die. That's my product. Fuck the Instagram. Fuck the social medias. <laughs> Love it. So Tiana, before we sign off, can you let the biddies know where they can find you on social and any other parting words of advice you want to give them regarding anything we talked about, community, artistry, anything like that? So you can find me uh, on Instagram only at all glazed up Tiana, and that's all glazed up T-Y-A-N-N-A. And my last parting words, I know this is, sounds so silly, but do what makes you happy. I, I feel like just with everything in life, not just on social media, but just in life, do what brings you joy, do what makes you happy. And just remember at the end of the day, we're all going through shit. <laughs> Everyone's going through something. So be gracious, not just with yourself, but with others. Love that. Thank you for being such a like shining, shining ray of light in this community. Sometimes, especially when we need it the most sometimes. Thank you. We can always count on you. Thank you. <laughs> all right, biddies, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Lipstick Biddies podcast. To receive a special surprise from the head biddy in charge in the mail, make sure to drop a review in the app and DM your screenshot to me at Lipstick Biddies. Remember, you are a badass fucking biddy. See you next week.